This week, the buzz is all about Halloween Horror Nights, but we're also counting down the top five coolest cues at Universal Orlando. From the Bob Varley Studio, this is episode 14 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hey, everyone. We are back once again to talk about all things Universal Orlando. I'm Craig Williams. Hey, guys. I'm Sean Thompson. And uh, thanks for tuning in with us once again. Um, but before we get started with every everything that we have to actually talk about today, mm-hmm. I just wanted to take a brief PSA moment to remind everyone about our Facebook channel. Our We, we, we have channels on Facebook? Our YouTube channel. Wow. Okay. Our, uh, our Facebook page. We have a Facebook page. And our, our Twitter Twitter page. Twiddle, yeah. Um, so, you know, we have Should we say th- those things or should we just link to... Yeah, what do we... Okay, then you say them. All right, we have Facebook.com slash Disemplugged. Mm-hmm. Twitter.com slash Disemplugged. Yep. YouTube.com slash WDW Info. Just WDW Info. Just WDW No.com. No. I got on a roll, sorry. So the whole point of that is if you, uh, if you like what you're doing on there, you know, go ahead, like, share, comment, yes. all that stuff. Uh, we get a kick out of whenever... You uh, you show us that you actually care or, and or care, love it or hate it. I yep. mean, either way. Yeah, let us know. I mean, if your if your planned response is I don't like Universal and have no plans on going, let us know that too. I've never heard that one before. Never, never once. Yeah. But uh, but on to happier things later on in the show. Things. We're going to be listing out what we consider the top five coolest cues at Universal, and uh, by that we we mean cues that will not only keep you cool in the summertime. Yeah. Because right now it's summer. And, uh, but also the lines that have the most interesting things, in our opinion, that can distract you from what's, what's, uh, what you're waiting for. It's nice when words can mean two things. I know. It's like cool as in, oh, it's a nice temperature, but cool as in, hey, this is neat. It's, uh, it's funny that it worked out that way. So we'll be getting to that in, in just a slight little bit. Um, but before that, I think we have to talk about. What's buzzing on the grapevine? I don't. I didn't know you were going to read that. Ha 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 ha! Jokes. Oh wow, good for you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Should we laugh for eight minutes? We're going to move on from that. All right. But yeah, here's what's the buzz this week. Uh, first, Face Off is announced as the first scare zone at Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. So, uh, so far, Universal has officially announced houses uh, based on The Walking Dead. And last last episode, we talked about From Dusk Till Dawn, the yes. El Rey Network version. Not, I was not familiar with it. Yeah, not the not the good version, the El Rey Network version. Oh. But uh, in, uh, in the past two weeks since we recorded that episode, we've had two scare zones announced. Um, last year, the... The main theme for all the scare zones was actually The Walking Dead. Yes. So, except for the chainsaw guys, which randomly just got thrown in there because you have to have big, burly men with chainsaws. With chainsaws and lots of, fo- of fog. Exactly. Yeah. So, that, that's necessary. But this year, it's not all based on one TV show. Uh, even though The Walking Dead's coming back, it's going to be on separate things for the different scare zones. Uh, and... As I already mentioned, Sci-Fi Channel's original programming, Face Off, Face Off, which is going to be a it's good, it's going to be a scare zone. It's going to be a scare zone. So basically, Face Off is kind of a uh, Project Runway type show where mm-hmm. there's contestants that uh, are, are designers and makeup artists yeah. who do kind of like uh, fantasy makeup, a lot of prosthetics, kind of like over the top. Yeah, the the kind of uh, makeup design that you're going to see in horror movies, exactly. sci-fi. Um, and it's we we talked about on the Disney World show it a couple times. Uh, Jim Henson's Creature Shop yeah. Challenge. I know I was a fan of that. Uh, also, sci-fi original programming, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like it's kind of like that that weird creature design, but they do it on humans instead of on. There's live puppets. actors. Yeah, yeah. So they build up these kind of big crazy uh, you know f- faces. Some of them are yeah. masks. All this kind of stuff. And the cool thing about it is uh, most of them are, if not all of them, are original creations. Yeah. So they're not saying, oh, okay, pl- please make a live Shrek in front of me. Exactly. That's not the th- the goal. The goal is to come up with a cool creature that then yeah. you create. So I think that this has the potential to be really uh, yeah really unique. Oh yeah, no. And each week has a different theme and all that stuff. I mean, it's it's a reality show. We know how those work. But uh, actually, season five. 
the winner of that was Laura Tyler, and she's a Universal Orlando makeup artist. So she's she's at home and she's, she's a winner of this. Yeah. And uh, one of her creations is actually going to be featured in the Scare Zone. And but in total, there's going to be ten creatures. Um, and the way Universal described it is the horrifying characters will inhabit five immersive areas within the scare zone Ooh. from eerie scarecrows that go to great lengths to protect a spine chilling farmland to ghoulish brutes that haunt dilapidated castle ruins. Nice. You heard that well. Thank you. I, what accent was that? Um, Julie Andrews? If you say so. It was spot on, I think. Uh, so <laughs> at this point, uh, I'm guessing that you're going to have five characters out at a time in the scare zone. Sure. And, uh, and you know, they'll switch off halfway through, but, um, uh, and my also, my best guess is that it's going to be in that wooded area between Hollywood and kid zone. Um, last year it was kind of like tents and, uh, kind of like a, a camping scene. Like you were in the woods exactly. in the walking dead. And a couple of years ago, it was like a bunch of the trick or treaters in the, in the woods. And, you know, it's a, it's a very spooky area because they put in a lot of fog and, and it's a pretty narrow area too. And, the, and then right next door are the, uh, the apartments where the team members live, the, uh, garden of Allah villas. Exactly. Right? That's where every team member lives. Yeah. Yeah. Your jokes just aren't really landing today. But wow, that's, that that's was fine. rude. <laughs> They're just not. But uh, I, I think what's cool about this scare zone in particular, uh-huh. um, we have the next one we're going to talk about. But this is one that I don't think people are going to walk through and generally be extremely frightened. Just because, first off, if there's only 10 characters total and they put five out of time or seven or however many, there there's not a lot in there to like really, really scare you. Um, okay. Because normally, you know, there's there's a good amount of creatures around, walking yeah. around. But it's this, a small space, too. It's not that small. I, I don't think it's small, personally. I think five, if there's five out at a time, it's a really big area to only have five people. We also don't know how big they are. They could be on stilts. They could be kind of larger than life kind of things. That's true. I just yeah. have a feeling that it's going to be a situation where the characters themselves aren't really that scary but okay. it's more that horror horror nights elements where you look at it and you're like oh that's just really cool well i'm I excited mean, to see kind of like the the craftsmanship that goes into this because well, yeah. it's like the whole show is based on these are people actually doing this work yeah and season yeah. seven is on the air right now and actually whatever the winning design is that is going to uh that's going to make it into horror nights so, yeah. so i like don't know Brian when, park Fa- fashion week i, I don't know when yeah. the season's going to be over but it has to be over before it starts obviously okay. or they're just going to start with nine and be like okay well you have to build something right before <laughs> we go but yeah but i, I right, think well, it's we'll, interesting we'll find out okay yeah we'll find out more yeah. on that later uh the the second scare zone that was announced uh about five days later that i think is slightly more exciting even though we already discussed it as uh a teaser that we everyone kind of expected it to happen and it now has been confirmed officially yes the purge the purge too the well no the purge oh okay oh i i you really liked it so i figured you were going to talk about it but it seems you don't want well, to go ahead okay well so the purge was officially announced as we a lot of speculation was heavily pointing towards yeah. it um and the Universal official blog said that it's going to take over the New York area of the park. So I think that's a really good fit for it. Um, if you're unfamiliar with The Purge, uh, hopefully, can you explain it? I just watched The Purge for the first time uh, last night. I just so. watched it a week ago for the first time. The The basic idea of The Purge is that one night a year mm-hmm. for exactly 12 hours, uh, all crime is legal. So you can't get in trouble for doing anything. Um, and most people use it to murder people because the idea is you get rid of people you don't like, whether it's annoying neighbors, whether it's your boss, you know, you go around and you yeah. kill these people and then nothing can happen to you. You just have to survive the purge. So some people just try to survive. They lock up their house for 12 hours. They yeah. just make the safe house, whatever. Other people go out and actually try to kill people. So that's basically the idea of, uh, so I had imagined the scare zone is going to just be a free for all, where people are going to try to be killing you and there's no consequence. Yeah, I mean, Universal teased that there was going to be chainsaw-wielding paramilitary men. So there we go, our chainsaw people that we expected. They are going to be showing up there. And then the one other thing they kind of talked about that I am not really quite sure about, but elegant women ready to auction off the unsuspecting. 
that will be in there too. <laughs> this is where I feel like maybe the second movie comes in. Yeah. Because that makes no sense to me and I've only seen the first movie. Yeah. The, the second movie just came out uh, yeah. about a week ago. Uh, so we haven't got a chance to see it yet. Wanted to make time, just really didn't get around to it. But sure. uh, from the way it's being described is that it's going to incorporate elements from the first movie and the second movie all together in one. So I'm guessing like in the first movie they have uh, they have a gang of, of ruffians who are wearing uh, creepy masks. And I, I think those ones are going to... It would be a shame if they didn't have those masks in there. They scared me. They're oddly shiny, uh, perfect children masks. Yeah. Like uh, rosy cheeks and like, I don't know, weird lipstick and but stuff. But behind all that, they kill you. Well, yeah, they're, they're, they're taking part in the purge. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I hope that this actually extends all the way out to the front gates because, like, last year they did a Walking Dead um, a Walking Dead pre-show. Before you were allowed in, they had a little I, show. I that remember that, and gates. it scared me to death because I didn't know what was happening. And this was my first ever experience with Halloween Horror Nights. And we're standing in line. I mean, there must have been hundreds of people waiting to yeah. get into the park. And all I hear is, like, now, at the time, I thought it was the Halloween Horror Nights theme song. Yeah. It turns out that it's actually the theme song to Walking Dead. Uh, but they're playing that music and then like they're screaming and like the gates are kind of shaking and all yeah. I can see is over people's heads and it's like really dramatic. So it would be cool if they did something similar to that to kind of kick off every well, night. Like in the movie, uh, to kick off the purge, all these alarms start going off. Mm-hmm. And, and it, you like, hear you hear these people's safe house gates going down. Yeah. So it's like this big dramatic, oh, my house is in lockdown. Whatever. And that's that's what I can imagine. Like yeah. as it clicks to seven o'clock or whenever it's about to start, you yeah. hear all these like it, just sound effects coming before they open up the gates for everyone to go in, you start hearing these gates go down and then to announce like horror nights is starting, you hear that alarm go off and the purge is about to start. I mean, honestly, the purge could have been the total theme for all of the scares. I completely agree. Cause there's always the, when the purge begins, like you said, there are those alarms, but then there's also those, um, kind of government announcements that go on yeah. the TV. Like this is your monthly test. And it says, this is your alert that the purge has begun for the next 12 hours. All crime is allowed. And well, and they have like the purge feeds in the movie. So you, they show different people getting killed all the yeah. time. Like that could be put on screens all around the park. I mean, this was, I, I don't, we sound like a commercial for go see the purge. It, it's not that great of a movie. It's well, just for horror movies. It's good. Yeah. No, I, I thought it was, a, I thought it was a good, I, I like the idea. Yeah. I like the whole concept. I think it's interesting. More suspense um, thriller, thriller, not horror. It is. I should take that back. Yeah. I would say suspense thriller. Yeah. You took it back I did. on the record. But uh, I mean, in, in terms of, what it is yeah it's awesome and i I think it would have fit in perfectly for the event and i think they'll probably judge how it goes i if if the the second purge does well i'm sure they'll make a third yeah i mean that's what they do if if, uh, you know if anything is remotely successful they'll they'll make four or five of them so oh i know maybe next year the theme will be all the purge they just don't have ethan hawker lena headley they do not have sexy yeah yeah you know oh well what can you do but uh moving on to that the next thing we have to talk about is the Halloween tease that happened on Facebook on and Twitter on July 17th. Okay. So the Halloween movie franchise and Michael Myers have a Twitter and Facebook page. Of course. And no one follows them. I think like 500 people. I haven't sent directly to my them. phone. Oh, you do? Yeah. They actually give me a phone call, like it's on my landline. That important. For oh, you. yeah. Well... So no one no one really follows them except a couple people. Mm. And on July 17th, as I mentioned, they put out a picture that says, look who's coming back for Universal Orlando's Halloween Horror Nights 24 with an announcement at the bottom that says, you know, follow our pages and you have a chance to win free tickets to the event. We don't have a full-size graphic brought up because they, they took it down. They did. Within a couple hours. because Some social media intern probably messed up. Well, yeah, here, here's the deal. Universal never made the official announcement yeah. that this was actually happening, so it got deleted. Um, as of now, Universal still hasn't made any official announcement. Um, they could have changed their mind. I, I hope they did. However, some people said that they could see a Halloween type facade uh, back by the tents. Um, so if you're, if you're not familiar with horror nights, uh, a lot of the houses are put into the sound stages that are around universal studios yeah. because it is, it is a studio, a working studio, although it doesn't work that often except for Lavolt's kids, which is the Spanish version of the voice for children. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. That's the only okay. thing filming in there right now. Um, 
so those are where most of the houses take up. But then they also have these temporary tent warehouses that they set up uh, back behind Men in Black and the Simpsons and this giant field. And that's that's the main area for that. And so there's two that are always back there. And guests reported that they saw one of the two tents looked like the Halloween house okay. in the front. So you walk in and... With Jamie Lee Curtis. She's outside supervising. Well, what else is she doing right now? Uh, her Activia contract is over, I think. I think she's plenty regular, so I think she's yeah. she's gone back, and now she's doing a, <laughs> now she's doing Halloween stuff again. Good to know. Yeah. I'm glad you could help us with that update. Well, you know, that Bifidus Regularis, yeah. Uh, Four people will like that. <laughs> it's my family. Good. Um, um, I, I don't know how excited I am about it. Yeah. I love whenever they try to incorporate horror movie icons in to the parks halloween has never i mean it literally it's perfect for halloween it's called halloween you could say it's literally perfect i love the first movie the second one is good for what it's worth and then i haven't watched any of them Honestly, i, I think i've H2O. only ever seen the first i love the first one i don't enough. understand what the h2o thing water it's on a lake it was 20 years later it's halloween 20 years later oh <laughs> i thought it was like water or something i hate you are so they on a cruise ship right i know <laughs> I, I honestly thought it was water are you sure they didn't? Yes, it's Halloween twenty years later. H two O. It's a pun, but it how has is it a pun? It's not well. a pun. I don't know what. Okay, type of, I don't get it. Okay, so I don't know if it'll come. It probably will. I mean, the Halloween Twitter page really made it seem like it's going to come. They probably just screwed the pooch and did it too early. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's what yeah. happened with the purge too. I never saw the announcement, but went out, but someone said something about that and you know how stuff snowballs. Okay. So I do. We'll see if it comes, but, uh, be, before we move on, uh, I just wanted to kind of discuss briefly about universal leaning heavily towards movies and TV shows. Sure. The past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, just because in, in 2011, um, only one house was actually based on a movie, and that was The Thing. Not the original Thing, the John Carpenter one, but the remake that came out, and I think like 14 people saw. Oh, okay. Um, the same 14 that subscribed to the Halloween Facebook page? Exactly. Okay. Oh, that was 500. But oh, it was rough. But right. uh, that was the only house that year that was based on a movie. Because then, they used to do a lot of original content. Yeah, I mean, there, there yeah. was original. And that year, they had... What, one of my favorite houses ever, HR Blood and Guts, which was this holiday house. And they took you through all the holidays uh, in a Arbor Day. There was this giant tree that ran out. Is it an HR Puffin stuff reference? Kind of in that way. Okay. But it was like, it was scary because stuff would still jump out at you. Like the pilgrim on Thanksgiving would shoot a gun. And you make, did tell me that stuff. Okay. But the best was Arbor Day. I mean, it's just a guy in a tree suit that would run out at you. It's the scariest of all the holidays. Really? Anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just really creative stuff. Uh, they, they really knocked it out of the park yeah. that year. Uh, that was my first year going. So I might okay. be a little biased. But I, I loved whenever it was all these original concepts. And then 2012 happens, and we have three houses based on movies, TVs, or video games. And that was Walking Dead, Silent Hill, and then Universal's House of Horrors, which took all the old Universal legends. Okay, like the Creature movie. from the Black Lagoon, the Mummy, Boris Frankenstein, yeah, yeah. all that. They were all in there. And then they had two inspired by celebrities. Uh, the, these, are, these are the best. The Penn & Teller nuked Las Vegas. And Alice Cooper, welcome to my nightmare. <laughs> so five houses were based on that. That year only had uh, seven houses. Okay. So that left two original houses. And then jump to last year, 2013. Five of the eight houses were based off of movies or video games. Yeah, or this TV. was my first year. So I, I remember personally, my favorite was a completely original one. Yeah. Yeah. It was the La Llorona, yeah. which was based on kind of like an old uh, Mexican or, or Hispanic uh, folk like folklore. Legend. Folklore. Yeah. You could say folklore. Yeah. Um, and it was just really interesting. It was really well done. I didn't have any kind of preconceived notion of what the story was. So it was cool to go in and kind of experience the whole legend. And there was, you know, yeah. creepy ladies in pews and a church and all the stuff. It was fantastic. But then like an American werewolf in London. Which I absolutely loved. Evil that was dead. Yeah. Like all those, those were Cabin great. in the Woods. Cabin e in yeah. the Woods. All Not stuff. Resident Evil. Resident Evil. No, I didn't like no, that. No, that wasn't yeah. good. So why do you think that they're leaning so much on these, these properties? Is it because people connect with them and they think they want people to come and ex explore them and be familiar with them? 
I have no idea. Because um, it can't be cheaper, right? technically you would think you'd have to pay the royalties and you'd have to come up with your own story based on that rather than coming up with something that's probably public domain Yeah, I, I, or your own idea. I, I really don't know what it boils down to. I know that whenever The Walking Dead happened, a lot of people actually, they looked at that and they got excited about it because it's, it's marketing stuff. It was you know, a you can advertise all that TV show. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, it, it's right there, and it drove so many people there, and merchandise was sold, and everything was great with it. However, it, it just, for me, it felt like it was just another zombie thing. I know it had scenes from the movie in there, or the TV show, and then it was like, oh, yeah, I know that. But it it just kind of felt cheap to me. The first time that I think it was done really, really, really well was in American Werewolf in London, mm-hmm. and that was my absolute favorite house uh by far like a million i mean john landis was here he was consulted i mean he was a a big part of it so i at the end of the day i know it can be done well but i think a lot of it does just come down to the fact that you know they they need to come up with ideas and whenever you have eight ideas for houses or sometimes seven that does start to get taxing okay i mean that's that's a lot of of originality and uh, a, a lot of people aren't original sometimes. I don't want to say anything negative about it. Uh, Michael Aiello, one of the creative yeah, he, heads behind Halloween Horror Nights. I mean, he's a genius with the stuff he's done. He does a fantastic he, job. Oh, yeah. He's also helped out a lot with uh, the Harry Potter yeah. uh, section doing the shows there. I mean, this is... He's so passionate about what he does. Yeah. I mean, we've got to meet him a couple times through some of our press stuff. And you can just tell that what he does, I mean, he's so into it. and Yeah. Yeah. No, so I I think I I don't know I I will we'll see what happens this year. But right now, only the only the movie TV show based houses have been announced. So I really hope that something actually comes out that's original soon. Mm-hmm. But then we have to look at it that it's still very very early on in the year. Uh, a lot of the announcements last year weren't made until I believe believe the middle of August. Uh, looking back on when announcements were made last yeah. year, so it's it's still early. I can't get crabby that we've already heard about so much. Whenever it's it isn't even August at this point yet, at the time we're recording it, so we'll we'll see what happens. But I'm I hope we start hearing announcements of brand new original ideas, and they try to get back on that trend. I guess that's what I wanted to get back. I completely agree. Good. So. That that's the buzz. It is the buzz. Fun word. Yeah. But uh as we said, we have coming up uh the top five coolest cues, but before we discuss anything else, uh I just wanted to go back to our uh our whole contest that we've been running. Uh the first thing I need to say, thank you guys for commenting and submitting answers and you know, really participating with us through all this and uh the, the first thing I need to say, though, is Michael Flynn, you won our contest for the uh, the blurred image. I'm pretty sure he just got upset that I thought he was the Lord of the Dance. I think yeah. that was it. He, he gets confused for Michael Flatley a lot. Most likely. Yeah. So, Michael, I reached out to you, and you haven't answered me yet. It's probably, you're not friends with the Diz Unplugged Facebook page, so it's probably in your other box. But it really hurts that... You haven't, you haven't reached out to us because we want to give you your fifty dollars American Express gift card that can be used at Universal Orlando because American Express is the official. You're exactly right. This sounds like a commercial, but yeah, yeah. So it's the official card. Oh, it's a great prize of you Universal Orlando. Write us back because yes. we really want to send it to you, and we thought what you said was funny. Yeah. Or no, you got the answer right. I don't remember what it was. It, it was good. So he got the correct answer. It was Poseidon's Fury. Oh, yeah. You didn't say anything so, funny. You said something correct. Please, Michael Flynn, get in touch with us on Facebook, on our Diz Unplugged page on there, or yes. or Sean, or myself, you or whoever you're friends with. You tweet to us or something. Just get in touch yes. with us. But moving on to the last week's fun puzzle, we, we wanted to give you a little something different, a little bit of a, a captioning type picture. But uh, we, we showed you a picture of... Robbie Coltrane, Donald Gleason, and mm-hmm. Warwick Davis. We did. We I, did. I don't think. Uh, 
This is this is interesting. Okay, it is interesting. We're having lots of technical stuff, but we're, yeah. we're okay. Well, you know what? We well, <laughs> maybe we didn't we show you. We don't picture. have a photo for you. We don't have a photo right now. I'll bring it up, but it was basically a, a picture. Let's of, describe it. Let's, we can reenact it. Describe it. You right can be now. Warwick Davis. Uh, we were basically at uh, at the Leaky Cauldron, and the three actors are st- sitting in front of us. And so you basically see Donald Gleason, uh, Robbie Coltrane, and Warwick Davis sitting in a, in a row in their chairs. Um, they all have completely different expressions. Donald Gleason's cracking up. Uh, Robbie Coltrane looks uh, very focused and, and pointing a wand. And then Warwick Davis looks, I don't know, mad or something. Short. Oh, wow. Okay. We love you. <laughs> uh, I do. And, <laughs> so basically, we have this photo, and we ask you to caption it. So... Are we? You want to go ahead and move on from there, or we will have the photo eventually and in post. Do you want to? Well, yeah. do you want to announce the winner of it? Sure, I will. So, so we, you guys submitted your captions or your funny thoughts, whatever for them. Um, and the winner is from. I, I can't. The winner is from Sarah H. Meduski. There we go on Twitter. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, Sarah guessed that Robbie was saying, hey, Donald, how much would you pay me to throw Warwick through that Quidditch hoop? Perfect. And yeah. I got to say, she must have been there because she was 100% spot on with what the picture looked yes. like. Um, it, amazing. Her her teletic kimity. I don't think or, that's a word. Let's move on. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's uh she had a great caption. So, she wins. Why wow, this is taking so long. Oh, hey, look. That was so we worth all that awkwardness. Yay. Look at that's the picture. So, he's throwing through the the hoop. Yes. So, thank you Sarah H Meduski. Um we will be reaching out to you on Twitter. For you, to get your address for your $50 American Express gift card that can be used at Universal Orlando Resort. and uh, You know what? I heard once that uh, the American Express uh, is the credit card company of the Universal Orlando Resort. It is. I heard that once. So uh, yeah. this week we actually have a new fun game for everyone to play. Um, this is going to actually require a little bit more knowledge of Universal. Oh, I don't know if we do have that. <sighs> So, <laughs> never mind. We don't have a game. <laughs> It'll wait till next week. Yep. All right. That's, That's all we got. got. Okay. So, on, moving on from that, we're going to uh, head on to our spotlight yes, on the universe. We should, because we got something funny to talk about. We do. The top four coolest cues. Yeah. I'm kidding. It's the top five coolest cues. Okay. That was a good joke. It's really funny when yeah. you say one number, what you really mean another. It is. Yeah. So, um, so do, you, do you want me to describe a little bit about it? So basically, okay. it's the summer, so it's super hot outside. Um, a lot of times you just want to get inside, whether mm-hmm. it's a show or maybe you know, certain attractions have uh, what we've discovered is, is really cool queues. So yep. you can go inside. You can spend some time in there. Sometimes there are longer queues. Um, and in the summer, honestly, you just want to get out of the sun. Yeah. So we have a list of the uh, indoor queues that are both cool in temperature so you can get out of the sun and you can look around and see different things. Yeah. Yes. So shall we start with uh, number five? Let's start. Okay. So our number five coolest queue is the Hollywood Horror Makeup Show. Yes. So we, we had a lot of discussion about... Uh, whether or not we would actually consider this a cue or not. Um, so the horror makeup show is a show in itself, and a lot of a lot of shows don't actually have cues, mm-hmm. and this one really doesn't either. You walk into this room, and it's got all these props and memorabilia, and so it's literally yeah. just a giant room. It's a theater, so you walk inside the theater doors, and then you have a big lobby, like yeah. you said, and. But uh, it, the the best part about it is that there are these exhibits yeah. that you can walk around and look look at some of the different things. A lot of them are props from certain uh, horror movies. Yeah. Um, some of them are, are, are more of kind of like the face-off things like we were talking about, the prosthetics, kind of the makeup work that goes into this. Oh, yeah. And, like, they show, like, Bella Lugosi's uh, shoes uh-huh. and Je- from Frankenstein. I guess I should have. Or that's That wasn't Bella Lugosi. That was Boris Karloff. Bor- okay. That was my bad. Yeah. Um, 
We'll strike that out in, in post. We'll take that um, out. I know your favorite part was actually the creepiest thing the in the world. The scariest thing in this lobby is uh, Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Yeah. Yes. His yeah. his mask is in there. I, w- I was too scared, but I took a photo of it. Yeah. So if you ever yeah. want to find out what Jim Carrey puts on his face in The Grinch, because <laughs> that's not his face. You can find it is his face. You're, you're going to see it at the horror makeup show. Yes. And I mean, it really is kind of a museum for all, all things. Uh, kind of horror yeah. in so, itself and like there's even horror nights uh props in there and uh it, it's you know it's good it, it's cool it's, it's um you know not you know kind of what i would connect it to is is very much uh, the american adventure um you go in there you wait in a big lobby that's a museum so there's exhibits to look around and you can easily just spend some time in the air conditioning theater looking at this cool stuff so yeah that's number five yeah that's our number five uh whether or not it's actually a queue because it's just a lobby well, I, we, we, we fought know. about this for probably 30 minutes or so. Uh, I, I, I would not, not necessarily can classify it, it as a queue yeah. because, you know, you're not waiting up in a certain order. It's kind of just a big group of people looking at masks. I but agree. It's cool. But I don't yeah. agree. Okay. But moving on, our number four, which is finally a queue. Yeah. So good, good for us. Uh, E.T. Adventure. E.T. Uh, and there... There's kind of a catch to this one, though. So you enter E.T. from outdoors, like most attractions, um, and it's it's just the the queue you go through, and it's all outside, and you're thinking, what what is this? Why should I wait outside in the heat for so long? It's terrible. I don't like it. But then all of a sudden, doors open, and you're like, yay, there's a TV screen. There's a pre-show. Yes. Doors and, do open, and you're let inside. And Steven Spielberg is there, and he's going to tell you about why E.T. Adventure is actually an attraction, and, and he does a great job at it. It's, it's more recent than the attraction. Uh, it's It was probably recorded from the 30th anniversary, 35, I think, maybe. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't, it wasn't that much, but that's okay. neither higher nor there. Anyway. Or, and uh, so then after that, you're supposed to get your passport card when it works, and and that will be used later for a secret surprise. I won't ruin it for you if you've never been on E.T. before, but it's the coolest part. Well, I've been on E.T., but they never have that thing working, so well, you can ruin it. One day it will. I'm not going to ruin it yet. One day it will. You'll okay. see it. But here's the cool, cool part, and that's whenever you get into the forest. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't the, – the only way to describe it is saying it's a forest. But it, it's super dark inside, and – you're, you're, you're out from the outside. You might have had to wait 20 minutes outside, and it was really hot and uncomfortable. But then you go inside, and it's really nice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, it, it smells like you're actually standing in a forest. It does. So it's uh, modeled after the Californian kind of like Redwood Forest from the movie. I mean, you're in these nice – or maybe it's Pacific Northwest. I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah. But it's, it's these nice, really, like, thick forests. And, and there's cool things to look at. There's animatronics. Uh, there's cool lighting effects. It's really dark. But that makes it better because it's not as hot. See, I've never actually been all the way through. I didn't know there was animatronics in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely. usually just walk straight onto the ride. Oh, no, no, no. There's a big... Yeah. It's cool. And it's... I mean, obviously, it's dark inside, as we said. Yeah. So that's that's where you get it right there. It's cool inside. It's very yes. cool. It's a great way. And, but... And aside from any of that, it's just a really great attraction. Yeah. Oh, no. The it's attraction dated, itself, but it's fantastic. It's, it's great. However, my, my best part about it or no, well, my best part, my biggest gripe okay. is that a lot of times they have you waiting outside so long for the the show. Like I wish they would start really, really packing people in so that way we don't have to worry about like waiting outside and then missing out on the forest part. Like I would I would gladly wait thirty minutes inside that cool air conditioned section for et yeah you told me that they typically fill in outside before yeah. they they open up the queues inside and which then doesn't make about sense five minutes inside yeah and i i think that's uh, a sad sad thing for et but that's how et made our number four coolest queue number four yeah but number three is the newest one of the newest attractions yes. to come to uh come to Universal, Universal Orlando Studio. and that's uh, Harry Potter in the Escape, the Escape from, from Gringotts. Gringotts. Yeah, so we talked a bit about this during uh, our Diagon Alley review. Yeah. But it's the queue, I feel like, is almost like a ride before you get to the actual attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, you walk through Gringotts Bank 
So you get to go past the uh, the goblin bank tellers, yeah. Um, and they're all animatronics. They you know they make noises. They kind of respond to you. I think their eyes, you know, whatever. Oh yeah. But then you you get to the end, and then you walk through, and then you get into kind of the office section where there's the office buildings, and they have things to look at. So there's like animatronics behind uh, the the office doors, so you can see shadows moving past and. Yeah, I mean, it might oh, just be lighting effects. I'm not quite sure on the technology uh, behind it. might have been the wrong word, but, like, but Harry, they have things to look at. Harry Potter, fake Hermione, yeah. and uh, Ron Weasley, they all make appearances yes. in it. Irma Watson. Irma Watson. <laughs> and her Potter. <laughs> they, all, they all appear in there. Where's that coughing coming from? I don't know. Someone's coughing in the distance. <laughs> I think anyway. angels are bowling, but... Uh, uh, so they all make their appearance walking down yeah. the hallway. Uh, it's it's really well themed. It's, can, it's really cool. You can see goblins that all look the same. Their portraits hanging on the wall. There are portraits. Yeah, everyone's favorite. Uh, and then you get into the elevator that takes you down to the lower vault yeah. of Gringotts, and that is what kind of where I'm talking about with this is like an attraction before the ride. Is you get on this elevator and it does move. I mean, it's not a functioning elevator. I believe it just moves. You know, however many inches off the yeah. ground, but it does shake. And then there's lighting effects and kind of visual effects up at the top to make it seem like you are going deep into the the vaults of the bank. Yeah. So it's just a really cool thing. And then even when you get off the elevator, there's a, a oh you go through um I, I forgot even before you get to the elevator you get to. Uh, Bill's office. Bill's office. Yeah. Bill Weasley. Oh, oh I, we're on a first name basis. <laughs> okay. Good yeah. for you. Uh, but here's here's the caveat in all this. Um, you you do start off outside potentially for a very very long time, depending on how long the wait is. Uh, they, they built Gringotts so it could hold about I think four thousand people in is the estimated number, uh, and so. Only for about the last hour of the line are you going to be inside for the cool, cool section. Okay. Where yeah. you get to see all the animatronics and all of that. So, um, you know, you're, you're going to have to potentially wait for a long time outside before you do get in. Uh-huh. But once you are inside, you have a good hour of seeing awesome stuff. I agree. Yep. So that's yep. how it gets to be number three. Okay. Number two. Yes. Very, very, very cool, in my opinion. Men in Black. It is cool. So, if you say so. I well, I mean, I don't have that huge affinity for the movie, but yeah. But anyways, you you see the the white building outside, and yeah. it's part of the World Expo. That's the part that that interests me because it's mm-hmm. all built after. Um, like you said, the expo, kind of the 1964 World's Fair type thing. Yeah. Um, where you kind of see these old posters. Uh, the architecture is very reminiscent of like the, the towers with the uh, circular balconies and stuff up at yeah. the top. So it looks really nice. And then you go inside the attraction. For the universe and you. Exactly. That's what you think you're going in for. You're going for an exhibit because you're at the yep. expo. Um, and then something goes awry. Aliens are there. Or of something. course. I don't know. Yeah, you need and, to be trained. <laughs> well, and that's that's where it all changes. And there is an outside portion of this queue too, like everything, because eventually you have to start outside. But then what I like about men in black is that you go inside pretty quickly. You might have a five or 10 minute wait outside, but then a lot, a lot of the portion of the waiting is once you're inside. And I mean, there, there is cool things to see, but the best part is the lobby where you have, I, I don't forgive me. I haven't seen the men in black film in, eons and decades the classic um but it's got the two aliens at the computers that are constantly monitoring everything all the aliens that are happening in in the world and and will smith pops up on a video screen to do his will smith for you thing he does yeah whatever you have it perfect will smith impression i mean he and all that (laughs) i i'm not gonna go there again because I don't do a good Will Smith yeah. impression, but, but he's, he's up on the there. screen and he's talking to you and you're excited. Yeah. And then you go even further from that. That yeah. would be good enough. But then you go a little further on and then you start to see some of the weapons and a little bit of other cool stuff. Like you can they see have the, the lab coats the and noisy cricket and yeah. And then finally, right before you get on the ride, it's just a big giant room. Well, but the important part is it's summer. It's it, hot. It's really, really hot in Florida. You just want to be inside. You're inside. Look at those vents. That's air conditioning coming out of those vents. If if that's (laughs) not air conditioning, then I don't know what it is. It's poison. (laughs) It's not poison. So that's that's how Men in Black earns our number two spot for the best cues. Yeah, I really agree with this. I like that one. However, 
the number one is by far it's the number one it's it's revenge of the mummy uh this is just a really cool cue because it is all indoors so there is one tiny fraction of a portion that you go through the, as the doorway you can see, is yeah. outside you you go yeah. into the door and then you automatically come right back outside for 15 seconds and then you go yeah. right back in and i mean it is really really dark dark to the point that we can't take pictures in there if you're i mean with a flash but no even with et we didn't mention that but yeah, we didn't mention no. that. It's it's too tough. You just got to experience it for yourself. Yeah, yeah, but it's really dark. It's really dungeony in there. The best thing I can relate it to for Disney fans would be uh, kind of Indiana Jones Adventure exactly. in, yeah. uh, in Disneyland. In Disneyland. Yeah. And it just looks like an archaeological dig site because that's that's the point of that's the first the plot of, movie. of the movie. Yeah. And I love that kind of archaeological stuff. Yeah. So it's if you if you really if you like Egypt, I mean it's a very sandy kind of queue. There's yeah. cool stuff to look at. There's they're at a dig and they're looking for mummies and they're looking for uh I don't know, what else is in that movie? Some kind of amulet, I think. Uh, it's a lot of Egyptian They're Egyptian crap. things. They're looking for uh, King Tut. And Rachel Weiss is there. It's Tchotchkes. Not Rachel Weiss. What's her name? Rachel uh, Weiss. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I was thinking just, of Diane Weiss. <laughs> yeah, you were thinking yeah. of the German pronunciation of it. Weiss. But, um, yeah. No, it, it's really cool in there. And uh, way, way back, whenever we were doing a show, I was telling a secret about how there's this oh, yeah. one interactive element where if you put your hands on both sides of this giant block thing in the middle of a room and you did it five times it would do the nbc one jingle kind of don't bing bing, bing, bing. and uh i don't believe this still but one day i'll see it happens so you're gonna have to believe in it okay i mean there's just a lot of awesome stuff and then you get on the ride and you go all the way through and then you know if you're not happy with the ride right before it ends you have brendan fraser i was gonna say brendan fraser he's america's sweetheart george of the jungle uh, a blast from the past. I don't. All those classics. All movies. those classics. I mean, yeah, he might not be doing much anymore, but his his soul lives on at Universal Orlando in yes. the Revenge of the Mummy. Uh, but I mean, the, there's the one problem, and I'm going to be blunt about it, and I'm sorry Uh-oh. if I offend anyone with this. But the only problem with Revenge of the Mummy is that whenever you're in there and it's cool and everyone's relaxed. But then someone inevitably farts. And, <laughs> of course, it just it, it stinks in there then. Well, I mean, this happens everywhere, obviously. You've got the humidity. <laughs> you've got the darkness. So you can't really place the blame, but it just kind of lingers. It, no, it lingers in these yeah. buildings. So the, the one hand, we have an indoor attraction. But at the same time, it's going to turn into a stink chamber it. eventually. And uh, I hate to <laughs> go with fart jokes and stuff like that to appease to our audience. But don't fart in lines. No we, one likes we it. We could say that for anything, really. Yeah, that, E.T., no farts. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, of course, well, anyway, uh, that is our top five coolest cues list. But, uh, uh, of course, there's so many awesome things at Universal. Everything is awesome. But we have some honorable mentions, We have right? honorable mentions. Yeah, because we got some other cues that didn't quite make the cut, but they're still cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, uh, our number three on that, Poseidon's Fury. Obviously. Along the same kind of lines as as, we, as the mummy, you've got this kind of archaeological site, even though this one's in Greece or the Lost Continent. I'm not sure. Some vague Mediterranean place. Uh, and, and they're looking for, like, uh, murals and a, and a ghost wind and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. with that one, there's not even a lot to see. It's just... It's dark. And it's it's nice. very dark. Air-conditioned. For some reason, you just... You don't ever move through that line you just end up staying stagnant in there for a very very long time and i don't understand what's happening Uh throughout all this but it just it doesn't move so that's that's on the level that i like what's inside but at the end of the day it's just really cool it's a really good place to escape the heat like we all want to do especially when you don't want to wait an hour to get on a water ride you're right so yeah number number two on our honorable mention um, I think it goes without saying. So let's it move goes on without, to number one. It goes without saying because I can't see it. So let's go to number one then. Okay. I'm joking. Number two, <laughs> The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man. Yes, Spider-Man. Uh, sorry, Spider-Man. I didn't see oh, the, a man the that's dash a spider. there. Yeah. If he was Spider-Man, he'd be a lawyer. Exactly. So uh, The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man, you go into the Daily Bugle. 
and there's offices set up with the greatest PC computers. State of the art. Yeah. I mean, they're really state of the art. They're not real. Yeah. But it's set up like an office and you get into a room and then they show like all these related clips to it of why Mm. the ride's happening with all the Spider-Man villains lots of toby Maguire, lots of kirsten dunst not that one the good oh. the good spider oh okay not the andrew the, garfield emma stone and not not Arma that stone? one not that we're okay. going strictly with the these cartoon. are the actual comic books let's say comics yeah. the comics yeah. slash cartoons the the ones you see on tv and you can easily access on netflix so it, it's just it's a nice another way to beat the heat like all of these yeah if we still have to reiterate what this is about um, you just want to get inside. Yeah, yeah. It's a good place to wait, and it's a fun ride at the yep. end. Um, well, our number one honorable mention that just barely barely didn't make the list. It would have, except I put up a fight on this one because it's not a really big amount of time indoors. You spend more time waiting outdoors than indoors, and yeah. that's Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. This was one of my big ones because I love the design i love the content i love being inside hogwarts castle yeah i love that whole castle tour i love all of that yeah but you you, you i guess it's mostly uh, outside mean, you I'll, can spend hours outside waiting yeah you you can a lot of it's outside in the garden area yeah. and the greenhouse and you know you think a greenhouse all oh, there's going to be shade not a greenhouse no it, it just greenhouse it, is dying well yeah. it's a fake greenhouse yeah okay it's not a real greenhouse but yeah it just ends up like you boil in there because of this cover over so it, it ends up being really odd once you get inside yeah it's cool but you only have about 20 minutes inside exactly and most of the time but in the fantastic. summer you're talking about a 60 to 90 minute wait so it's less cool more cool it's you could say that okay um the better thing i would say as I don't know if I've ever mentioned it before. You just mentioned it. Castle tour. Castle tour. Um, So technically you're not going on the ride for that, but you still get to walk through. You get to see everything. You can go at your own pace. So no one's saying you have to run through there and look, and this is from everything I've ever seen. Anytime I've, been there people just say i want a castle tour run through and then they don't look at anything they don't experience it i don't get that what's the purpose of that if you really wanted to you could spend a good half an hour in there mm-hmm. looking at all the details with no one pushing you because they want to get on the ride that they've been waiting an hour for yeah and i mean granted that's an attraction in itself doing the castle tour that's typically what i do because i can't ride for Ben journey it yeah makes me sick so I, yeah, but it's it almost made the list. Just, it is, just I, it's on my list. Didn't. Yeah, but then, I mean, obviously that was number one for our honorable mentions. But I think we have this is one special case where we need to make a dishonorable mention. Okay. Um. And I, I hate to break it to a lot of people because I I myself am a fan of Transformers: The Ride 3D, but. I think if someone sat right beside me and hit me on the head with a hammer continuously, that would be more enjoyable than walking through this line. Okay. That's that's a strong statement. It is so loud. Yeah. Because Decepticons are invading the earth looking for the all spark and so clearly that means there needs to be lots of military sounds and sirens going off and it, you got to play briefing videos and yeah it is neat inside there's it looks like a military base a secret military base and it's I, not so secret when there's a giant robot on the outside <laughs> <laughs> well that's being a little bit obvious yeah. but i i love transformers the movies terrible but they are one of my secret secret guilty pleasures not so secret not anymore yeah i guess i just kind of let the cat out of the yeah. bag on that one no, i understand what you're saying so it's like other noises and it's like crazy and I, I was there i was there the other day and the line was huge outside yeah there's a lot of outdoor waiting time for this oh no there is a yeah. ton of it so this is one of the worst cues no i won't say that there's a ton of outdoor waiting there's a lot of indoor waiting it's just once you get in it doesn't need to be that loud you don't need all this going on around you i mean it's like it's like they took twister and they put it in the queue and the only thing that you're not hearing 100 less bill paxton oh what and a little bit less helen hunt i think she's in there a little bit 
I don't even know what to say to you. Well, you can laugh because it's funny. Okay. <laughs> the, the point is, I mean. I know you hate it. Okay. Or you kind of like it. I don't know what you're just saying. I No. I like the movie. I love the ride. I I could ride it until it makes you sick. And once. that yeah. it, it's great. But this yeah. cue is insufferable. Terrible. Right. Like I could put in earplugs and just walk through and I'd be happy. As it sounds client. like old test track to me. So very, very similar All right. to that. So let's, yeah, very similar yeah. to that. But I, that's, that's our entire list on that. Uh, definitely the top five okay. check that out if you want to beat yeah. the heat and i mean i wouldn't put these on your list and say hey guys we gotta hit these cues because i heard they were the coolest yeah however if if you're warm in the park and it's the summer and you say you know what i really need to get out of this heat let's go in one of these cues and i want to stress don't even do this just purely because we said the cues are cool don't say i'm, I'm doing cue the ride don't do that actually <laughs> that, experience that's, what that's opening up next year i think um but the Universal does a really good job, yeah. especially lately, of trying – I'm, I'm going to flat out say it. They've been trying to one-up Disney in a way on what they were doing with lines for the longest time. I mean, Disney has a lot of really good cues. Expedition, Everest. I'll even argue Toy Story Mania. I mean, that's why that line goes out the door because people won't stop taking pictures and it backs mm-hmm. up. They're, Disney well, they've got is, those interactive cues now. and Yeah, but Disney is so well known for making these cues that just put you in it. I mean, think back to Pirates of the Caribbean, how long oh, no. they I mean. Yeah. You're just, in the bottom of a so fort great. and you're going in, yeah. Yeah, and Universal definitely took that concept, ran with it. And now with stuff like Gringotts, and we didn't even mention Hogwarts Express, that you walk into King's Cross Station, it's and it is from what you said, it's literally spot on. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it, it's it's absolutely beautiful. I wouldn't put it on this list though, only for the fact that it's outside. Yeah, and it's hot, but it's beautiful. I mean, these cues are, are really amazing. But so there, there's definitely a level that Universal sets with its cues yeah. to try to entertain you during these long waits, and that's why it's important. See the cues. Don't go specifically for the cues. Go for the stuff at the end of it. Um, but that is our coolest cues in the summer. Yeah. So I think that is basically going to do it for us on this week's episode. Sorry, we don't have any fun games for you, but we'll, we'll make up for it. Don't we worry. Just decided yeah. you didn't deserve it this week. That's awful. It is awful. Just like us. But uh, yeah. well, thanks. Yeah, I just want to say, let us know what, what you think with uh, hashtag Disunplugged. I'm sorry, uh, DizUniversal. Yeah, sorry, yeah. because we didn't talk about the game. Use hashtag DizUniversal. Tweet at us just right tell on us your Facebook. Comments. Yeah. Let us know what you think of us. And uh, we will, of course, be back next time for another episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Thanks for watching, everyone. Thanks for listening. See ya.